Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind by Yuval Noah Harari Sapiens, intriguing, mind-altering and highly hefty read. Few books in history repeat themselves regardless of times, and Sapiens has and will become an undeniable historian voice of Homo sapiens. Harari concentrated more on how Homo sapiens have become dominated species over other creatures on the planet called Earth. It is divided into four revolutions from the perspective of history, agricultural revolution deals with the story of how hunter-gatherers turn to farmers. Cognitive revolution interested me more, his musings on coinage developed, the creation of religions, the arrival of imperialism and capitalism, dual reality, objective reality, fiction reality, history of inequalities and injustices were more agreeable. We created machines to save our time, but today after industrial revolution we end up finding the time and making our life busier or more anxious than ever. It's relatively easy to agree that only Homo sapiens can speak about things that don't exist and believe six impossible things before breakfast. You could never convince a monkey to give you a banana by promising him limitless bananas after death in monkey heaven. The book couriers about the interconnections of fiction with sapiens. Of many ideas we keep, are shaped fiction. The ideas of good and wrong are the ideas we dictate our fictions. Our language evolved as a way of gossiping. Three main factors prevent people from realizing that the order their lives exists only in their imagination. A. The imagined order is embedded in the material world. B. The imagined order shapes our desires. C. The imagined order is intersubjective. How do you cause people to believe in an imagined order such as Christianity, democracy or capitalism? First, you never admit that the order is imagined. You always insist that the order sustaining society is an objective reality created by the great gods or by the laws of nature. People are unequal, not because Hammurabi said so, but because Enlil and Marduk decreed it. People are equal, not because Thomas Jefferson said so, but because God created them that way. Free markets are the best economic system, not because Adam Smith said so, but because these are the immutable laws of nature. Humans are not born equal, who cares if they will be treated equally after the world? I made it in one of my theses study of myth as alternative history, that we are not equal and cannot live equally to. The ideas of equality are shaped narrative, how countries are called developing rather than calling as poverty. I read similar thoughts from him that we evolve differently. According to the science of biology, people were not created. They have evolved. And they certainly did not evolve to be equal. Evolution is based on difference, not on equality. Created equal should, therefore, be translated into evolved differently. Marriage as a market of experiences was indeed true, Paris and India are considered as romantic consumerism. Paris is not a city, nor India a country, they are both experiences, the consumption of which is supposed to widen our horizons, fulfill our human potential, and make us happier. AD agency benefits through the emotions associations we make, advertisements repeat few slogans which loop over and over in many shades. Markets must be thanked for creating common emotional unison. Friends giving advice often tell each other, follow your heart. But the heart is a double agent that usually takes its instructions from the dominant myths of the day, and the very recommendation to follow your heart was implanted in our minds by a combination of 19th century romantic myths and 20th century consumerist myths. The Coca-Cola Company, for example. Homo sapiens, possibly the most egoistic creatures who can function over their astuteness. 
Kindness is overrated sometimes that we assist animals in the name of origination, more forlornly we brand that we save them. Domestic animals are the animals that can rarely harm us or that can certainly be harmed by us. The animals that cannot be tamed are privileged to live in zoos. Immediately after birth the calf is separated from its mother and locked inside a tiny cage not much bigger than the calf's own body. There the calf spends its entire life, about four months on average. It never leaves its cage, nor is it allowed to play with other calves or even walk, also that its muscles will not grow strong. Soft muscles mean a soft and juicy steak. The first time the calf has a chance to walk, stretch its muscles and touch other calves is on its way to the slaughterhouse. We cannot explain the choices that history makes, but we can say something very important about them. History's choices are not made for the benefit of humans. There is absolutely no proof that human well-being inevitably improves as history rolls along.